Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The, uh, the film is called Grace Jones, Bloodlight and Bami. The director of the film is Sophie Fines. Let me tell you a little bit about the film. The film is a journey uh, through the public and private worlds of pop culture mega icon Grace Jones. Juxtaposes her musical sequences with intimate personal footage, all the while brimming with Jones' bold aesthetic. A larger-than-life entertainer, an androgynous glam pop diva, and an unpredictable media presence grace jones is all of those things and much much more again we're so lucky and fortunate to have with us today the director of the film grace jones bloodlight and bami and that would be sophie fine sophie welcome to film school hi hello nice to be here thank you well tell me a little bit about your relationship with grace jones in terms of this project and and broaching this subject? Did you broach the subject with her about doing a, a documentary? Or was it a collaboration? How did this particular film come about? Well, um, she actually initiated this project herself. She saw a film that I had made about her brother's Pentecostal church in L.A. and the community around that. And because she grew up in Jamaica, from a, coming from a church background in Jamaica, when she saw the film that I'd made, she said, you understand where I come from. And I think, you know, Grace is a very visual person. You can see that in, in, in all her work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm also, as a filmmaker, you know, really excited by the visual language of, of filmmaking. So I think that was where we kind of felt a connection. And I met her after she'd seen that film when we just talked. And she's very reflective, Grace. You know, she's a very thoughtful person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was a, that we shared a lot in our very first meeting. And then from that, I think there was a, just almost an immediate trust and an immediate sense of of an excitement and a conspiratorial sense. So the collaboration is also kind of based on a certain pleasure in in the, the conspiracy of women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are so many things about her as a person that comes across in the film. Her directness is really yeah. uh, refreshing. I, I like it when people, I think most people would agree with this, we like to know what we're dealing with when we meet somebody. It doesn't have to be, a, you know, within the first five seconds to know everything about them, but you get a sense of people. And I would imagine meeting her in person for the first time, that directness, that sort of almost force of nature part of her mm. comes out. But there's more to her than that. But I, I think that the, her ability to convey without without a whole lot of an agenda attached to it, her feelings about what she wants and what she is expecting mm. is, a, is a real quality that I, it really comes across, to, at least to me in the film. What yeah, was, well, I think one of the things that's extraordinary is that, you know, she spent you know, three or even four decades, you know, performing as an exi- as a public person, as a creative artist out in the world. Mm-hmm. She kept back this private side of herself. Mm-hmm. So, of course, for me, it was, you know, um, a, a, gr- a great delight that she decided. I think if she's, she says, if she thought about it too much, she wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but she just made this decision yeah. that she would just 
you know, kind of show another part of herself, her private self. Um, And that was a challenge for her, too, you know. That was, first and foremost, a challenge for her. But it makes it very exciting because there's this feeling that, you know, you're going into a whole space of Grace Jones's world that you'd never imagined you would have that access. You'd never imagined you would get to know her in this way. Let me explain for our listeners kind of the sort of the way the film breaks down. There, there are these interviews, these very moving, intimate interviews, uh, and then we see – not interviews. I guess that's well, the wrong – conversations. Conversations. Thank yeah, you. I said that. Between people that she's very intimate with. Exactly. I'm sorry. I mischaracterized that. Yes. Conversations in all kinds of different settings, and then it is – uh, there are then performances we see, and what's nice again about the film is we see an entire song. We do, we don't we're not cutting away to a whole lot of different things. It, you get to see her in her performing element. Yes, because I was trying to bring in how you know, like a musical. I love musicals. I love the classic, you know, Hollywood musicals, and I and I I love the way that the songs kind of deepen and explore the emotional or thematic moment in the narrative you know so i kind of imagined a hybrid that was documentary but using the form of a musical so her songs the ones that i selected many of them are quite autobiographical i felt that those songs and those performances could also work like a musical to take you into the feeling or the sensation of where the film is narratively and and so it, they actually are, you know, they're, they're working as narrative, not simply as, you know, like just musical momentum. And, of course, her performance is so s- particular to her. Um, and I wanted to document that. You know, I wanted to make a document of her performance as it is now because it's, it's actually changed quite a lot since she was doing, you know, first performing 30 years ago. Right. Yeah, it's, it's it's really kind of shocking in some ways to think that she's been around for 30 years in, in, in the music industry. And uh, for people who don't know, they've heard the name, how would just we've heard Grace Jones's name over a, a long period of time? I don't know much about her. Just for people like that, describe for our audience sort of a uh, how would you describe Grace Jones in terms of her as an artist? I would describe her as a performance artist because I think that that kind of suggests music. It suggests something visual, and it suggests that her performances are like in it, like events. Uh, she's not dialing it in, you know. Yeah. It, it never. It's always about something. It's about her relationship with the audience. She's. You know, so many of the pop artists working now have been hugely influenced by her. Um, and, you know, famously Lady Gaga and, mm-hmm. you know, her image making from actually, I was just calculating on my fingers just there. It's about almost 40 years. And she was one of the first people to make really brilliant music videos because she collaborated with this photographer, Jean-Paul Goud, who's also the father of her child. So she already had a visual language, which means that she's very relevant to today where so many pop artists have to produce something visual alongside their, 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 their tracks. You know, they, they have to work in the visual as well as the musical. And Grace was way ahead of herself, of, of, the, of, of, of the, the time in that sense. She really had such a strong visual uh, quality that, you know, keeps 
it just feels fresh today. It, it, she, her past is in her present. She's, she's ageless in, in this sense. Yeah. And I, I think when I was earlier trying to describe her, I, I think you, that particular word actually is a, is a better way of putting it than I, I did. She seems present in her performances. She seems present in her life. And mm-hmm. certainly in those situations that we see in the film. By the way, the film is called Grace Jones, Bloodlight and Bami. And she, the film is opening at the New Art Theater tonight, yep. as well as right across the street from where I'm sitting at the uh, University Town Center Theaters. So uh, opportunity here for people in Orange County to see this film, as well as it's people. It's great to see it in the cinema. You know, I'm yeah. a big believer in the cinema and that the kind of power of Grace's performance yes. is you can enjoy it just you know, in a, in a unique way when you're there in the cinema and you've got the sound at that volume that, you know, that your speakers on your, in your laptop just can't match, you know. Right. So it I, becomes almost like a perform, like going to a concert, really. This is not exactly an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but for me, the, her, the course of her career when she emerged, she reminds me of, of, of a David Bowie in the mm. sense of the visual representation, mm. the sort of androgyny, the, the, the sort mm. of challenging kind of convention, the way that she she performs yeah. in her songs. So she has a kind of Bowie-esque, and I'm sure sort of over the years when they were both working, there was, I can imagine, a bit of a nod and a wink back and forth between them or, and others as well. I think well. they were both very influenced by Japanese um, uh, performance mm. as well, mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah, there, there's just it, it, it's and it's it's so good as as you said, and I couldn't agree more. Her relevance is not diminished. She continues to do the things that she does really well, and it, it's just a, really a joy to kind of discover her. I, I, I said to you off air, I've obviously been aware of Grace Jones for for as long as she's been around, but I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't listen to a lot of her music, and to see it and hear it and and watch her as she as she, we move through this film, it's it, it's really great. It's it's it, you become a fan of her hers on all those levels. Watching this yeah. film, it's really, uh, uh, I mean, I, I felt I feel really uh, bonded to her after mm. after watching this film uh, on all those different levels. I think that that's the beauty as well of of the performance because that's. The even though it's a performance, there's something very intimate that she manages to uh, create with the audience. And also, you know, the fact that she's really allowing us to to see her and to know her in an intimate way. Um, and that intent from her side as a subject of a documentary, you know, the audience really feel that and think that that's, that's very, that's a, there's a great generosity in that. And she's not sort of staging herself. She's not a brand. Right. She's an artist. So, right. you know, she wants to take risks. And this was a risk. She is a woman, I believe, born in Jamaica. Am I, I am correct mm-hmm. in that. Jamaican-born and in the yeah, film. Yeah, Jamaican-born. And she, she's Jamaican. We get into some very uh, difficult family history. Her, the way that she is kind of, Dealing with it throughout the film, as you said, this is beautiful about the film. Is you, you'll there'll be a, a section about her family or whatever it might be, and then we see a song that sort of mm. reflects on on that on that mm-hmm. part of her life. Um, tell us a little bit about. I'm just curious because obviously you gained her confidence in doing this film. Uh, this process, what was that like for you to 
to gain the confidence of other people in her lives uh, in doing this film? Well, because I'd made a film about her brother, Noel Jones, Church. I knew her mother, and uh, they saw, you know, they'd seen my work, so they they trusted me too, and I was like, you know, part of part of the, the family in a sense by, you know, I already had an existing relationship with her family. Right. Talking of families, my brother Joseph is in town right now. He's promoting his Handmaid's Tale and I've got him minding my son <laughs> and, and I'm really worried that I'm going to um, get into trouble <laughs> if I'm on the line. I don't know how long. Oh, you- okay. Well, we, we I don't want to keep you for something that like that important. <laughs> Oh my goodness! My childminder, yes. my nanny. Well, nanny's time is up. Well, we'll say hello to your brother for <laughs> me. Uh, obviously, a wonderful performer, actor in, in his own uh, right. And uh, real quick, that are you going to be at the New Art tonight? Oh yes, yes. Grace and I will be there tonight. Yeah. Oh, Grace and we're you. Go- oh my goodness. Yes, oh yes, we're going to be there tonight. We're going to be talking to the audience after the first performance. And then we'll introduce the second because, you know, the, the first show got sold out so quickly that they put on the second one. Oh, well. So we're going to do an introduction to that. Oh, well, fantastic. Well, Sophie, I'll let you tend to your family. And uh, and it, it's a joy. And uh, I, this is, I believe you were on the show for The Pervert's Guide um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a while uh, to, uh, what was it, the perver- the second one? Ideology. Uh, yes, Ideology. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. That was a great film. Thank so, you. So wonderful to have you on. It's Sophie, lovely to chat. Sophie Fines, thank you so much for being here on Film School. It's my pleasure. Take thank care. you. All right. Bye-bye. Have fun. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.